This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, I didn't even grab my stack of stuff yet. I'll get it. Uh, I'll get it here during the next little break. But I'm just, I was too busy. I was uh, scanning the Fox News radio headlines and uh, the sound bites that they've got available for us to use here. Because, of course, we are your Fox News affiliate here, 1450 KMMS Bozeman, 970 KBUL Billings here in the early morning hours of the show. But uh, I'm just laughing. See, you know, John Kirby. You remember John Kirby, who was like, what was he, like a PR guy for most of his career? And, you know, he was a Navy guy, but says, no, that's not my swim lane. I'm not going to comment on a national security issue because that's not my swim lane. Uh, <laughs> so apparently they uh, they have made John Kirby the White House press secretary, but they're not calling him that. See, they, they have to protect KJP. See, they, they can't let let black voters in particular, they can't let the uh, the rainbow flag waving voters in particular know that they are trying to move Corinne Jean-Pierre out of the White House press secretary spot. So they're so it's like the uh, what it seems like is happening here is it seems like they're doing the old uh, the old office uh, trick. You remember the uh, the TV show, The Office, <laughs> when uh, when they're going to make. Uh, Jim and Dwight, the co-managers instead, you know, because they didn't want to just pick Jim and they didn't want to just pick Dwight for obvious reasons. So they said, we're going to make you the co-managers here. So so KJP, this is like straight out of the office. What it sounds like is actually happening here is that, is that KJP and Kirby are the, the co-managers of the White House uh, press briefing. But but John Kirby, he's a, he's a little ticked right now because because see now they're apparently even though he's been told that he's the co-manager of the White House press briefings, that uh, that he still is being micromanaged, though, from higher. He's still got somebody telling him who to call on at the press briefings and who he can't call on at the press briefings. So just absolutely hysterical when you look at, at the childish uh, operation. I, I mean, look, look at what you've got going on at the White House right now. You've got a childish White House press office, a childish uh, White House press corps, by and large, and they're all there designed to protect grandpa, to protect the well-meaning old man who struggles with memory issues, who is so mentally incapacitated right now that he's not fit to stand trial, which is why they're not going to charge him with any crimes. So, yeah, you've got the kids in the press office and then co-managing the press office, literally like something straight out of the office. And then they're all there designed to solely uh, protect uh, the old man uh, who is, you know, too mentally incompetent to uh, to stand trial, according to their own Justice Department. And, and then, by the way, did you guys see this story yesterday? So Joe Biden's got his annual physical, apparently, but he is refusing, refusing to conduct a cognitive test, refusing to do a cognitive test. Boy, they're telling you something with that one, aren't they? The fact that he is refusing to submit to that. All right, let's see. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. praising Montana Senator Steve Daines uh, after his vote against, uh, well, after his vote in support of American border security and against uh, massive money going to other countries. Uh, we'll start there right after this. Securing America. There has been a pause in the attacks on U.S. troops in Iraq and Syria by Iranian-backed militants as there's been no such actions since February 4th. Pentagon Deputy Press Secretary Sabrina Singh spoke about it during a briefing Tuesday. 
I can't predict what uh, these groups will do, but we uh, certainly welcome that we have not seen additional attacks on our forces. Singh also spoke about the effect U.S. counterstrikes may have had on the Houthis and others. It's very clear that they still have a significant arsenal, um, but we've also significantly been able to um, degrade their capabilities. Defense officials tell Fox that U.S. forces seized a vessel in late January that was smuggling explosives and other lethal aid from Iran to Houthi-controlled territories in Yemen and the Arabian Sea. Singh added that despite that, when it comes to the Houthis... I would assume that support still continues to flow from Iran. Kevin Uresky, Fox News. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. We'll stay with cloudy skies and some scattered snow showers and flurries around the area today. Any accumulation staying at a half inch or less. High temperature readings will, meanwhile, stay back at around 28 in Bozeman to about 30 in Billings. For tonight, more light snow and flurry activity, around an inch expected. As temperatures head back in the teens, that will see one to three inches on Thursday. This is weatherology meteorologist Paul Trombley. Hey, if you want to... Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right. Yesterday morning, uh, let's see, uh, Tuesday morning, we told you how uh, Montana's Senator Steve Daines, uh, the only Republican uh, senator from Montana right now, uh, Senator Steve Daines voting against this massive foreign aid spending bill and saying, no, we've got to secure our southern border first secure the southern border and so uh uh very good to see uh senator S- steve Daines uh w- with with that vote uh yesterday morning uh donald trump jr uh took to uh, x.com took to twitter uh let's see uh yeah yesterday morning here saying this only two members of senate gop leadership opposed the ukraine first funding bill Senator Steve Daines and John Barrasso, uh, uh, Senator John Barrasso, the, the uh, doctor and the senator uh, from the great state of Wyoming. So here you go. You got uh, Senator Daines and Senator Barrasso standing up doing the right thing. And then Donald Trump Jr. made this point. The rest of GOP leadership stood with Democrats to send billions more to Ukraine. Leader McConnell, John Thune. Senator Capito and Joni Ernst, they need to be replaced. That's what Donald uh, Trump Jr. Uh, shared via Twitter yesterday uh, following that vote. I thought Chip Roy, the Texas congressman, had a great response to this. Let me see. I think we've got that audio all ready to roll for you. For you. Yeah, here you go. Chip Roy, I think he uh, he kind of caught Harris Faulkner a little off guard yesterday on Fox News because uh, he was talking about yeah, how, you know, wow, here we go. You know, in, instead of forcing support for our southern border, instead of forcing security on our southern border, you had about a third of these Senate Republicans just absolutely cave and give the Democrats uh, what they want before giving we, the American people, what we need, not want, but need. The, the bill, as I mentioned, had so many more billions of dollars, three times the amount for Ukraine than what originally was supposed to go for border security. Where are we now in terms of it reaching the House? 
Well, first of all, I think I might submit a bill pretty soon that will rename Texas to Ukraine. Then maybe this administration oh and even even senators will focus on uh, securing the border it of the United States. That. I mean, look, I've never seen the nursing home known as the United States Senate work harder than when it comes to spending the American people's money for foreign wars. That's what's going on here. Oh, man, what a great line there. You know, hey, let's just change the name of Texas to Ukraine. And that's what will get Democrats and a handful of these Senate Republicans to finally uh, stand up and demand border security. Let's just call Texas Ukraine and then the nursing home known as the United States Senate. I mean, boy, is he spot on about that one, right? Uh, I mean, that that's the other angle. Yesterday, we, we played this uh, John Stewart uh, soundbite where John Stewart you know, was 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 mocking Joe Biden uh, for his uh, disastrous press conference last week. No, don't turn. Don't go back to the podium. No. This is the same joke that uh, Tim and Savage and I uh, had uh, live on the air last Friday, of course. Yeah, it was, but it was funnier the way John Stewart said it. You know, I, I'm not going to pretend to be some comedian here by by, by any means. Uh, far from it. Uh, but uh, but yeah. But, you know, we can talk about the nursing home at the White House and the assisted living facility going on there. But what about the assisted living facility, which is known as the United States Senate? Uh, Meanwhile, House Republicans finally got it done. They finally delivered on the impeachment of uh, Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Uh, But they they got it done just barely, of course. In the 248-year history of the United States, a cabinet secretary has only been impeached one time, and that was under President Ulysses S. Grant. Now here's what happens next with the impeachment of Secretary Mayorkas. Late this month, early March, House sends the articles of impeachment to the Senate. The impeachment managers serve as prosecutors. Senators sit as jurors. The trial must begin the day after the Senate receives those articles. Then trials run Monday through Saturday. Senators decide to hold a full trial or move to dismiss or have votes on convicting or exonerating Mayorkas. The Senate could also send the articles to a committee for review, then a vote to convict, exonerate Mayorkas or dismiss those charges. Now, obviously, a lot of people are, are already trying to, trying to throw cold water and saying, oh, well, the, the Democrat controlled Senate will, will never vote to convict and remove Mayorkas. Uh, yeah, yeah. But you know what? What matters is they sent a message. They impeached this guy. He's got that hanging around his neck here. He deserves it, obviously, for what he has done to allow this treasonous invasion on our southern border here. Uh, but Tim Scott has the, has the, uh, a great point here. Tim Scott, uh, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, who is, of course, uh, now endorsing President Donald J. Trump in his, in his home state of South Carolina, said, you know what, you want to get rid of Mayorkas? Here you go. The courage of our House Republicans should be applauded. The best way to get rid of Mayorkas is to fire Joe Biden. It is time for the American people to be heard. That's right. Uh, Ultimately, that's what needs to happen uh, is you have to fire Joe Biden. And I would add you've got to fire liberal Senator John Tester. Uh, that's the other reason. That's who else is emboldening Mayorkas. That's who else is emboldening this invasion on our southern border. And 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 for those who are saying, ah, oh, well, yeah, the Democrat-controlled Senate will never vote to convict and remove Mayorkas. Okay, well then, let's get that vote on the record. Let's have Liberal Senator John. You know, John Tester. I just sent this out via Twitter. You're hearing all these warnings about online dating scams, online Valentine's Day scams. John Tester's campaign commercials are just that. They're like an online dating scam on Valentine's Day. 
The guy every six years sends Montana flowers and pretends to care about Montana and the issues that Montanans care about. Like his phony ad where he claims to support law enforcement. Dude, you're the reason law enforcement is being targeted right. You're the defund the police party. With the Daybreak Ag Report on the Western Ag Network, I'm Lane Northland. A troubling trend continues as the latest census of agriculture shows more farmers and ranchers are out of the business and more than 20 million acres of agriculture land has been taken out of production in five years. We'll have the story next. Spend a few days in Billingstown. Come to the meat show. Look around. Montana Agri-Trade Exposition. It's the Meat Show, February 15th through 17th at Metro Park. Check out more than 600 displays with the latest ag innovations. See the bullpen and get expert answers to all your questions. Plus, enter to win prizes from C&B Operations and Billings Dermatology and Aesthetics. For free tickets, visit any Stockman Bank or TheMeatShow.com. Montana Agri-Trade Exposition. Calving season is upon us, and no matter if you're calving in the pasture or the barn, having a maternity pen set up will allow you to safely and efficiently care for a mother cow and calf. Western Ranch Supply carries high-quality and affordable maternity pens from 2W. Cow Country and Winkle will help you choose the right setup for your operation. Available at any of our Western Ranch locations or ask us about delivery. Western Ranch Supply, your calving headquarters. The average age of farmers and ranchers increased again in the latest census of agriculture to 58.1 years old. While the age trend of farmers continues to increase, the number of farms and ranches is decreasing, which Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack said should be concerning to every American. Because I'm concerned about the state of agriculture and food production in this country. In 2017, when we did the survey, there were 2,042,220 farms. Today, the survey reports we have 1,900,487 farms. That's 142,000 fewer farms in five years. In 2017, there was a little over 900 million acres of land in ag production. Five years later, there was 880 million acres, a loss of 20 million. Bill Sack referenced a report from 1981 when then-Secretary of Agriculture Bob Berglund expressed concerns about the direction U.S. agriculture was taking to support farmers and ranchers. But Secretary Berglund was concerned in 1981 as he was leaving this job about the impact on the number of farms and the impact on losing farms will have on small communities and rural places. Well, if you look at the number of farms that were in existence when he issued that warning and compare it to today, we've lost 535,000 farms. This survey is essentially telling us, asking the critical question of whether as a country, are we okay with losing that many farms? Are we okay with losing that much farmland? Or is there a better way? That's the importance of this survey. The survey shows a vast majority of farmers and ranchers require off-farm income in addition to their farm income to keep the farm and their lights on. Vilsack said there must be a better way to keep agriculture profitable. Isn't there a better way of taking that farm and asking the question, how can we create the farm, not the farmer, but the farm capable of creating multiple revenue streams? And that's why it's important for us to invest in climate-smart agriculture, because that creates an opportunity for farms to qualify potentially for ecosystem service market credits, which is cash coming into the farm for environmental results that can occur only on the farm. 
the farm then creates a second stream of income. Vilsack also highlighted the growth recently in direct consumer models to increase farm income and support rural communities. The secretary said USDA will take the census data and work to provide more opportunities and support for farmers and ranchers in the countryside. To see more of the highlights of the census of agriculture and to read it in its entirety, visit westernagnetwork.com. I'm Lane Northland. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, yeah, sure you're concerned, Vilsack. Did you guys, did you guys listen closely to that farm and ranch report there that Lane just delivered for us? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, Ag Secretary, a Biden administration appointee. I'm sure he's very concerned about the loss of farmland. I'm sure he's very concerned about the fact that there's 142,000, did I hear that right? 142,000 fewer farms in five years in America. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure a Biden administration official is very concerned about a, the loss of farmland. For Pete's sake, the Biden administration has openly been promising the fact that they wanted to, to take land out of production. The 30 by 30 initiative is, is one of their, their main pieces, uh, one of their main goals. What is the whole point of 30 by 30? Pulling land out of production. Oh, I'm concerned that there's fewer farms and farmers in America. For Pete's sake, you guys were just, you know, slobbering over the, uh, the, the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. Look at, what, look at what they're doing in Europe. They are deliberately trying to, to raise gas taxes on, on, on farmers, even though their farm equipment uh, is operating on their own farmland and not out on the roads that the gas taxes are designed for. They, they, are, they are deliberately, openly saying they want to pull, what, 10% of land out of production. I think that was out of Germany is what we heard on that Jordan Peterson podcast I listened to a while back. Joe Biden has his own version, 30 by 30. Look at these guys funding the, uh, the, their buddies at the American Prairie Reserve, trying to pull ranches out of production. Their constant environmental lawsuits. Look, they drive up energy prices. They drive up input costs. They drive up everything to drive you off the land. And now, Ag Secretary Vilsack, oh, I'm very concerned about the farms that are going out of production. Do, 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 do. What are you... What are you like? Is is Tom Vilsack the guy that's funding these phony BS campaign commercials from Liberal Senator John Tester? I mean, my goodness, holy cow! I am really trying hard to control my mouth right now because there's some words I really want to say about these guys that are destroying this country and the farmland that is the backbone of this freaking country. And then I, you know, I don't watch a lot of t a lot of TV, so I miss a lot of these campaign commercials. But this phony campaign commercial from this phony fake moderate flip flop flat top John Tester. Hey, rookie alert! Any rookies out there that are new to law enforcement? Any rookies out there that are the new guy on the streets? You you know why you have a target on your back? You you know why you need more body armor? and other protective equipment, it's because John Tester brought the war to your streets. 
John Tester brought the drug cartels to your neighborhood. John Tester is the defund the police party. So if there's any rookies out there, just know that when he claims to support law enforcement, he is full of it. Completely full of it. News. I'm CJ Pop of the House. Impeachment inquiry into President Biden moving along. Former Hunter Biden associate Tony Bobolinsky uh, testified for several hours behind closed doors on Capitol Hill. Bobolinsky saying in his opening statement, quote, his family's foreign influence peddling operation from China to Ukraine and elsewhere sold out to foreign actors who were seeking to gain influence and access to Joe Biden and the United States government. Fox's Brooks segment, Maryland Democrat Jimmy Raskin discredited Bobolinsky saying he didn't link President Biden to any criminal activity. House Republicans impeach DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, the vote. 214 to 213, sending it to the Senate. And U.S. CENTCOM just reporting conducting a self-defense strike against one mobile anti-ship cruise missile in the Iranian-backed Houthi-controlled areas of Yemen. America's listening to Fox News. Oh, but what, what do you mean Aaron John Tester doesn't support law enforcement? He's got this... Former law enforcement guy in his campaign commercial. Yeah, you know who it is? It's Chuck Tooley. Tool, uh, Tooley. He was a freaking Democrat gubernatorial appointee. He was paid off. In fact, according to a, a report that I just saw, he's still getting paid off. Oh, he's got a nice little fancy consulting gig. Uh, this was the story. If you guys missed this last week, I know I was on the road to Glendive, but there was a story uh, here. Uh, let me see. I've got the story in front of me. Uh, Joseph Simonson. Was this Washington Examiner or was it the Washington Free Beacon? But anyway, uh, let me look at the at the end. I printed it up here, but uh, it doesn't have the link above it here. But they did reach out for comment and didn't get a, a response back from Thule here. Uh, but yeah, the former law enforcement officer in John Tester's latest ad is a top Montana Democrat with ties to the senator. He was an appointee of former Democrat Governor Steve Bullock. And oh, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, shortly after he arrives at this uh, at this uh, technology firm, this software technology firm, does he have a background in computer software technology? Shortly after Thule arrived at Origo Software, Origo or, uh, Origo Software Technologies, the firm was awarded a $10 million federal contract. This guy is basically, this guy has sold out folks in the law enforcement community. Oh, he got a nice appointment for himself under former Democrat Governor Steve Bullock, and now he's using his ties with the Democrat apparatus to make a lot of money. The guy sold out law enforcement, and now he's in an ad in the most important Senate race in the country that affects our law enforcement, that affects our military, that affects our veterans, the most important Senate race in the country. And this guy, this Thule guy, sold out everybody in law enforcement. By trying to provide cover fire for the radical left, cover fire for the defund the police movement, cover fire for the ACAB Antifa activists that are embraced by this Democrat Party, that are embraced by the Montana Democrat Party. 
John Tester is an absolute phony. John Tester is the reason you rookies out there got to watch your back every single freaking step of the day because of the drug cartels that are operating in your backyard right now, because of the wide open southern border that John Tester is directly responsible for here. Man, I tell you what. And a part of why I'm fired up this morning is I, 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 got, to, I got to see a, a, a great friend who's a law enforcement officer uh, here in Montana. And, uh, you know, it was, it was so great to see him. We, we know why veterans are ticked off at John Tester, especially with his phony attack ads against Navy SEAL Purple Heart veteran Tim Sheehy. But law enforcement uh, officers uh, deserve to be equally ticked off at Tester. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, we got a lot of content to get to here this morning, but of course we always like to hear your phone calls as well, 406-294-0970, or you can send us a message on the Montana Talks app. In fact, I've got a lot of messages that have come in on our Montana Talks app uh, that I I need to get to here. Uh, First one Uh, came from Sean and Shelby. I'll I'll get to some of the others here in a few minutes as well because I think a lot of them came in overnight or after the show yesterday. But this one just came in from Sean and Shelby. Thanks for listening to the egg report, Aaron. I, too, was fuming while listening to that BS uh, from Vilsack. Oh, oh, we're losing so many farms. I... Vilsack wasn't concerned about all the farms that have been lost. Vilsack was bragging about all the all the farms they've helped pull out of production. It's it's part of their Great Reset agenda. It's part of their climate change agenda. Uh, let's go to Nancy and round up on the phone lines. Nancy, good to hear from you. Hey, good morning, Montana Talks family. A couple of things today. I want to draw uh, the listeners' attention to a 1992 uh, uh, interview done with Richard Nixon, and also a quick word on the Democratic uh, Convention that's going to be held in Chicago this summer. Uh, this, uh, I be- uh, The younger generation really needs to tune into this. You can find this uh, interview on YouTube. It's Richard Nixon talking about Russia and what's going to happen to Russia if freedom fails. This was done in 1992. And everything that Richard Nixon's warned Americans about has come true today. Uh, he says, in part, the Cold War has uh, failed in, in that we didn't really accomplish what we wanted to during the Cold War. We didn't actually win, and that uh, freedom was on trial in uh, Russia, and that uh, if freedom failed, which it has, uh, despotism would take its place. And despotism um, is an exercise of absolute power in a cruel and oppressive way, and that's what we're seeing here today. And China is following... Um, the, in the footsteps of Russia. This is why they've been turning their back on uh, any idea of democracy, because they believe that freedom has failed in Russia and it will fail in China as well. So please, if you have time, this is a very short interview. You can find it on YouTube, Richard Nixon talking about uh, Russia in 1992. And I just want to uh, put a foot down in this summer. Uh, the great playwright William Faulkner uh, gave us a story called The Long Hot Summer. And I watched a uh, Rumble uh, interview uh, with some um, uh, American uh, uh, 
African ancestry in Chicago on the Benny uh, Johnson show yesterday, and they were in a homeless camp where a bunch of Chicagoans were living, and across the street there was an abandoned factory where approximately between two and 3,000 illegals were living. They have vowed that there is going to be a tremendous civil war violence this summer in Chicago during the Democratic uh, convention, and they have already told and sent messages to the Biden and his administration, do not show up in Chicago. So I'm worried. I hate to see kind this of a happening, reminder of what, what was it? 68? Yes. Was it 68? Am I remembering the date right there when they had the riots in Chicago during the Democratic yeah, convention that, back that then? Yeah, that was the yuppies. Yes, yes. Yeah, and yeah. This is uh, this is going to be. Uh, well, I hate to say it, it could even be more violent than that uh, after hearing uh, these people in the neighborhood speak. Well, and look and, at what they've know, done. The look at what they've already done. Look at what they did in Seattle. Look at what they did, you know, uh, where they created their own basically like lawless zone. Uh, look at what they did in the name of Black Lives Matter and burning down black owned businesses. So. Uh, they've already uh, look at the climate activists blocking streets. Uh, the, the, one of the latest videos I saw, I think this was was this in Washington, D.C. It was somewhere back east. And um, there's a a black mom uh, driving her car and she says she's got a son in the hospital who is who is apparently dying. And she's trying to go visit her son in the hospital. And these uppity white entitled liberals are sitting there with their climate change uh, signs. Uh, how sickening. And even as this mom is telling them, hey, I, my son is in the hospital. Get that out of the way. These entitled little white liberals with their COVID masks on still sit there. They still sit there. That That is the Democratic Party uh, party today in a nutshell. Nancy, great to hear from you. You know, as Nancy was talking about about despotism despotism in russia despotism in china well you know for this whole freedom thing just didn't work out uh we tried it uh no you didn't uh, uh did any of you have the same thought i did which is and i'm sure nancy was was uh, kind of thinking the same thing here that you know you know russia's you know, turning towards despotism china turning towards despotism you know or, or doubling down might be another way to say it were, were the rest of you thinking the same thing I was, which is, uh, yeah, and America under Joe Biden uh, and, and under Obama before him, turning to despotism. The deep state, even while Donald Trump was president, uh, embracing despotism. They're the despots, right? The people in these three-letter letter agencies that were abusing their positions of power to spy on Donald Trump and to, and to concoct this phony Russia collusion hoax, the election interference the undermining of the president of the United States of America, despotism by deep state bureaucrats uh, is, the, is the thought that came to mind. If you missed it, last night, Jesse Waters and Nancy, thanks for the call. Great to hear from you. Jesse Waters last night had uh, independent journalist Michael Schellenberger on his program. And, uh, and, and boy, what a bombshell report they had last night. Brand new details about how Obama's CIA targeted Trump and started the entire Russia hoax. For years, we were told that tips from an Australian diplomat tipped off the FBI after a random conversation with Papadopoulos, a no-name 20-something. But according to new reporting by Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi, the whole thing was a CIA setup. Former CIA director John Brennan identified 26 Trump associates to be targeted by the Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance, and then those interactions were the targets and were targeted by the FBI as suspicious. 
And that's how the FBI launched the Russia collusion hoax. The details of this entire operation have been stored in a top secret binder in a secret room in Washington. Trump ordered the whole thing declassified. And now the rumor is that the binder might be missing. Joining me now, one of the reporters who broke the story, Michael Schellenberger. Michael, explain how this all started with the CIA picking these 26 Trump people. Yeah, good to be with you, Jesse. Well, obviously, this is an extremely serious story and serious allegation by multiple credible sources that Public and Racket, that's Matt Taibbi's uh, publication, have spoken to. These are people that are close to the House intelligence investigation of how the Russia collusion hoax began. The story, as you mentioned, was that, oh, we were just informed by foreign intelligence about this. Our sources tell us a very different story, which is that this was initiated by the U.S. government. It came from within the U.S. government's intelligence community, including the CIA, that they asked the so-called Five Eyes Nations intelligence agencies, that's the other English-speaking nations, including Britain and Australia, to spy on 26 Trump associates, or at least they had a list of the 26 associates that were identified. This is new information. Some people have theorized about this and speculated about it. Uh, we feel very confident that our sources were in a position to know and are very credible in this report. And it's obviously a very serious allegation because this is illegal spying and it's illegal election interference. Of course it is. Of course it is. All around. And then, of course, remember you had the uh, the letter, the, the 50 spies who lied to also trump up this Russia, Russia, Russia. Well, well, that was part of it, too, but also then to to hide actual scandals involving the Biden family lied about the Hunter Biden laptop and more. Uh, Joe Concha was on Fox and Friends first uh, much earlier this morning. Here's what he had to say uh, earlier. Trump said this was happening. The media attacked him mercilessly. They did, uh, saying that he was just throwing out conspiracy theories, Todd Carley. And as a result, uh, we should not take anything he's saying seriously. Uh, let's be clear first, as Lucas just said, this report has not been confirmed by any major news outlets, including the New York Post and Fox News. But for the sake of conversation, it wouldn't be surprising if this did happen. And the reporters here, Matt Taibbi, Michael Schellenberger, they are as solid as they come. Uh, the CIA director at the time was John Brennan. He has shown himself to be completely and totally partisan and completely anti-Trump. Uh, he currently serves as an MSNBC analyst, and his sole job is to bash Trump at every turn. So when you listen to John Brennan on TV now, and you see this reporting and the reporters that are behind it, again, it's not hard to believe that Barack Obama and therefore his CIA would spy on Donald Trump in an attempt to stop him from becoming president and after he became president to make his job as difficult as possible, guys. Yeah, of course, clearly. And, and they've already admitted to it. We've already seen transcripts from conversations. We know that Obama's CIA director, remember the guy who admitted to voting uh, in support of the Communist Party in the late 70s? Yeah, that guy was sitting down uh, with Obama and, and knew exactly what was going on and yet went along and continued to push the Russia collusion hoax as well. The guy should be behind bars. Talking about Brennan in particular. All right, quick break. Uh, back after this. The truth and nothing but. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. I mean, I think I had my laugh of the week as Karine Jean-Pierre slamming her 
saying that Joe Biden is so sharp, he does more in an hour than most do in a day. Uh, okay, now, if she believes that lie, she is delusional and has no be business being around a president of the United States. I, I mean, this is like circle back Jen Psaki. I, I have a hard time keeping up with him. He, he's, he's, he works so hard. I'm like, that is just a flat-out lie by sycophants and Democratic hacks that surround this guy. Is there anybody, I keep asking, is there anybody that maybe in his life cares enough, loves him enough to say, uh, Joe, you're really not doing well? Keeping you on the straight path. Later today, it's the Sean Hannity Show. Imagine a society with a digital dollar and no cash. No tooth fairy or piggy banks. No more selling extra items for cash. A digital dollar means your life could depend on the Internet, electricity, and people you don't know. Plus, it means every penny you have could all be tracked. So goodbye to privacy. That's why thousands of Americans have decided to opt out of the government's plans by talking to GoldCo and putting a portion of their savings into physical gold and silver, including Sean Hannity. Sean has personally bought metals from the top-rated company, GoldCo, who has an excellent reputation. They've placed over $2 billion in gold and silver, and right now they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. So call GoldCo at 855-815-GOLD to learn how you could get started today. Tell them Hannity sent you and see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver. Call Gold Co. at 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Spring Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, man, we've got major breaking news in the eastern Montana congressional uh, race. Oh, man, wait for this report from our friend Tim and Savage, our Mondakistan bureau chief. I'm going to share that breaking news with you here in just a few minutes. But first, we got a couple callers on the line, so we're going to get to your phone calls uh, first here. Uh, Thomas Madigan in Billings, uh, uh, first up. Thomas, great to hear from you. What's going on? Hey, I was uh, listening last night, and there was an interview on Breitbart News uh, with Austin Knudsen, and apparently the credit card companies now are going to start labeling credit card charges for ammunition, and gun purchases. It used to be considered a sporting goods charge through like Tabellas or and Dick Sporting Goods. And Austin Knudsen is on the front lines with this with a bunch of other attorney generals um, in a lot of other states, and they're trying to stop this because that's infringing on our Second Amendment rights. Um, if you could pick it up through Breitbart and dig into that, I would greatly appreciate. Yeah, we got to get uh, Austin uh, we got to get Austin back us. on. Yeah, yep. Yeah, Austin is 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 top notch. Him and Greg Gianforte, and they are fighting for our Second Amendment rights behind the scenes. And I heard it on Breitbart last night, and I was so angry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Th yeah. Thomas, thanks for calling in, putting that on our radar. So I, I, I didn't see the Breitbart piece, 
But I do have in front of me, I actually had this printed up in my stack of stuff. This caught my eye. A right to privacy credit card companies to track gun purchases here. This is from the Fox News rundown. This is where it caught my eye. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's the report. And Thomas, thanks for calling in. American Express, Visa, MasterCard, and other major credit card companies will soon allow banks to monitor customer firearm and ammunition purchases potentially allowing these companies to flag suspicious purchases and report them to law enforcement. Supporters of the law currently in effect in California and being weighed in other states say this will help identify suspicious purchase patterns to stop mass shootings. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, they, can't, they, they have suspicious uh, persons that, 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 that the FBI has already been uh, monitoring that commit mass shootings. But no, no, no. I mean, give me a break. They, uh, but yeah, but anyway... Uh, on the Fox News Rundown, retired ATF executive Scott uh, Sweetow and Montana Attorney General Austin Knusen, um, are have been speaking out to, to discuss what this law means for the rights of gun owners, their privacy, and the precarious position it puts these private companies in. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if that audio has come out yet or not, but we'll have to see if we can track it down, uh, if it's already come out or, or once it does. And then, of course, you know, we'll, we'll have to get Attorney General Austin Knutson back here on the show with us as well because uh, we, we catch up with him uh, fairly frequently, but not frequently enough. Uh, Thomas, thanks for the call. Let's go to Tim in Billings. Tim, what's on your mind this morning? About a minute before uh, we get to the top of the hour news break. Just another reason to use cash, apparently. But uh, the CIA picks us politicians. The CIA picks our media. The CIA picks our uh, wars that we go into and out of. When are the American people going to decide that uh, we are the owners of this country and not the CIA? John Brennan is a Wahhabist Muslim whose values do not even align with that of the United States anymore. Wahhabists are some of the most violent and extreme Muslims in the world, and he converted to that branch of of Islam while he was uh, overseas. Uh, I, I just can't believe that the CIA has any credibility. Operation Mockingbird, they own the, they own the media. They, they pick the politicians. I, I'm not a huge fan, but when Jesse Ventura was elected the governor of, of uh, Minnesota, he was pulled into a meeting in the basement of the governor's office, and they wanted to know how he got elected because they wanted to make sure that nobody who was an outsider was ever elected again. I'm I'm very sure that the same type of thing probably was tried to happen with uh, Donald Trump, and he probably told him to get bent because.